Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Lady, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Six and Eight, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B., Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R., Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, J Swizz, All for Salami, and Chakra. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. And once again, Dara has not looked at a single sentence of these notes. Yeah, I didn't even share them with you till this morning because I knew you weren't yeah. going to pay any attention. To and them. you said, do you want me to just share these with you or do you want me to just talk and then you <laughs> chime in? I'm like, yeah, go ahead and share them. I might as well do some of it. <laughs> so share something to read when I'm talking. All right. Or I'm actually still eating right now, too. So Rara finally fed me. Oh, I finally fed you. Mm-hmm. I was like, can I have some food, please? Look, I, I made the important stuff. I made you coffee. No, you didn't. I brought my own. But there was coffee for you, which is why I'm getting a second cup, because I'm drinking the coffee that was made for you. Now, listen here. Did you make the coffee or did you inform? Um, Actually, my sub made the coffee. (laughs) My son son made the coffee? My coffee son. My coffee coffee son. (laughs) But then I remembered last night that I forgot to tell him you were coming over and needed to make extra. So I made the extra. I poured more water and put in more coffee grounds Mm -hmm. so that there'd be enough for you. And then you come over and say, I brought my own. (laughs) And I hate coffee going away. So now I'm having a second cup. So if I start talking really fast and I'm really hyperactive, that's why it's not my fault. It's Dara's fault. Okay. Now that we've established (laughs) that last episode, something was your fault. This is my fault. We got this. (laughs) We're good. We're good. Everything is fine. We're fine. I'm going to choke on a fucking grape today, aren't I? <laughs> I'm gonna try real- I, listen, I know the Heimlich maneuver, but I've not okay. yet to be successful with it. Oh, thank you. Did I never tell you the story about this? Oh, God. Okay, so this happened on I'm my- I'm going to not eat while you're okay. telling this story. This happened on my birthday many years ago. We went out with another couple. This is when I was married. Went out with another couple whose birthday, uh, the wife's birthday was like a day after mine. And the four of us went out. I was drinking- she was drinking and her husband was drinking and my husband was the only sober one because he was our driver. Mm-hmm. He had ordered uh, lobster. And I guess while we were talking, 
the three of us, the other three of us who were all very happy with our alcohol, <laughs> he started to choke. On the lobster? On uh, a piece of the shell. <gasps> Why would he the eat lobster? the shell? He did, but it piece wait, 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 wait. You're Jewish. I, Why yeah. are you eating shellfish? Isn't that a big no-no? Well, I don't because I'm allergic, but I eat bacon, which is also technically a no-no. Correct. But, this was not the super kosher husband. Correct. That was Got the it. first one. That's what I mixed Who up. Who died, but not because of me. <laughs> Another story. <laughs> not because of me. Not because she couldn't but figure again, out the Heimlich. But again, that was also birthday related because he died on my birthday. That's, that's what a whole confused story. me. Yes. Okay. So anyway, we were so busy chit-chatting, we didn't notice he was choking. And then I finally noticed he was choking. But because I was fucking drunk, I looked at him and went, oh my God, he's choking. Oh my God. I know what to do. Oh no. I'll do the Heimlich. Oh no. <laughs> and then I stood up, drunk little me. <laughs> I should have peed before this episode, shouldn't I? I put my arms around him and I went, I can't get my arms around him. <laughs> <laughs> so he told me later, he goes, here I am dying. And being insulted for being fat. <laughs> and I'm and I'm so Which one was worse? <laughs> and I'm drunk and I'm laughing and I'm trying to do so he ended up having to perform the Heimlich on himself. He leaned over a yeah. chair and did the Heimlich so in case anyone's wondering, yes, she can do it on himself. And the piece came up. Well, wasn't there anybody else in the restaurant who could Nobody have done that? Nobody helped us. Really? Yeah. Okay. So the moral of the story is you're all assholes. If you're drunk, don't think you can do the Heimlich because I'm good. Oh my God. Oh my God. For years we would laugh about that because I insulted him and I mean, first I didn't notice he was drunk because we were so busy yip yip yapping. He wasn't drunk. He was I mean he dead. was he was he was dying. I was drunk. See? <laughs> He's still drunk. <laughs> Anyway, now that we are so fucking I'm so off glad topic. I wasn't eating my grapes when you were telling this story because this is the perfect size. And then I, there's nothing in the studio that I could bend no, over to get myself. But I am sober, so that will help. Are you sure? Yeah, no. Okay, then. I'm high on coffee. Is that. Okay, is stop that talking. Okay, I ate it. Go ahead. <laughs> Remember, I have the right to remain silent. I just don't have the ability. Okay, Ron White. <laughs> All right. Today's episode. Oh, my God. We're, okay. It's something that Dar and I have been talking about doing for a while. And then recently I watched a TikTok, as I do. The usual. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> where my friend Phrygian Monk started talking about your reputation in the community. And I went, yeah, we really, really need to do this episode. We talk now. about this all the time, though, don't it's we? It's been on our to-do list. And then it just kept getting moved back to the bottom. Well, not even that. It's like when, you know how you, when I come over, we have like the conversation, the breakdown, you know, whatever in the morning. And then we also talk all day. And then we also like you and I are up each other's butts like all the time talking. Consensually, of course. Of course. And I remember having the conversation of you, yours and my kink reputations Several times over the last like year. Right. A lot of times. We're very conscientious. Yeah. Of it. So, you know, growing up, you probably heard lectures from your parents and your teachers, whatever, about the importance of your reputation. Right? Usually when it involved kissing a boy. For me. Well, for me, it was more than just kissing. Okay. We never got into that part with my family. It was just... Be careful how many boys you kiss. Right. Of course, you're also taught it doesn't matter what other people think of you, but only what you think of yourself. But think of your reputation at the same time. 
right? So it's 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 crazy. Like, do I think about myself? Do I think about what others think about me? And the answer is yes. Of course, yes. <laughs> Porque no los dos? Huh? It's Spanish. Ungapachkid. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be our next like T-shirt? It's a bit much. Except in Yiddish. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to be singing the Lizzo song. Because I think that's one of the lines in there. <laughs> Oops. It's all good. All right. But it's true. Within the kink community, your reputation is everything. And we talk. Kinksters talk. We gossip. Oh, my God. The worst fucking gossipers ever. Right. So crafting a positive reputation is more than just leaving it up to the opinions of others. No, it takes effort. You, it actually does. Right. First, you have to develop self-esteem. Which is way harder than it sounds, right? Yeah. Well, okay, for normal people, not for you. Yeah, well. I'm, we're talking about the actual, like, people, not, not rah-rah bots. Are you saying I'm not normal? I'm not. Um, so it's okay. I was just curious if you're going to admit it or not. Have you met you? <laughs> <laughs> Back me up here, people. Is rah what we would consider normal? I'm Abby normal. What the fuck is an Abby normal? Oh, my God. Have you never watched Young Frankenstein? No. Wait. Did I? It's a Mel Brooks film. It's great. There's a brain and a glass. And it's and they thought it was. And that's what they used to put inside the monster's head. Okay. So and they thought it was somebody named Abby normal. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I did watch it. Yeah. With Daddy J, because he was also as horrified as you were that I had not watched it. This yeah. is when we it's first started dating. I'm pretty sure I didn't finish it because I fell asleep. It's got one of my best, one of the best lines in there. Walk this way. If I could oh, walk yes. that way, I wouldn't need talcum powder. <laughs> yes, I remember that part. I just don't think I finished it. I'm sorry. It's all right. Please don't kick me out of the club. <laughs> what club? The old lady club? You're not in it already. I mean... I'm about to be. I'm Jewish. It's Mel Brooks. I had to watch. It's a requirement well, okay, for my people. I'm Jewish. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Genetically, I'm Jewish. Anyway, the reason the self-esteem is important in all of this is because it protects you when somebody treats you like you're stupid or unimportant or unnecessary why were you looking at me and pausing for an extra long time when you said stupid <laughs> because the way you looked at me i, th- I I'm thought you were eating gonna- a grape <laughs> sorry i'm chewing right so you can't really control biases of other people but you can nudge positive or negative ideas about you to a greater or lesser degree and like that's the reputation associations right, right. yeah okay within the kink community your reputation des- determines your social standing. It's a measure of your influence. If somebody is a good person in the lifestyle, you're going to be preferred for scenes. You're going to be invited to events. Okay. Yes and no on that. Because the other thing you also have to be in order for this all to happen is just new. But then you don't have a reputation. Right. And then. So all of this can be undone if you fuck it up instantaneously undone right but we when somebody new enters the scene you're starting off with a clean slate hopefully unless you have a reputation from another community and you're not new to kink you're just new to our community i was just being silly and you were like yeah you get invited you're the preferred partner to everybody i was like yeah you also just have to be new for that to happen i was being facetious 
I'm sorry, there was no sign up to tell me that. Okay. This is serious. I was taking this seriously. I'm, what? No, you weren't. You're hurting my feelings. Hey, look, this is our podcast. It's not serious. Okay, fine. Having a reputation is serious business. This is going to be a serious episode. There you go. I didn't say that. Fucking with me here. Uh huh. I don't like you. <laughs> How's Stop your it. grapes? They're the grapes of wrath at this point. <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting pissed. <laughs> You're welcome for setting that up so perfectly for you. <sighs> All right, I'm done eating Are these grapes so that I can actually participate and right. not die. Um, if you have a good reputation, and it's a, a no reputation, a good reputation, you'll get invited to events and parties. You will make more friends. You'll be invited to partake in more scenes. You might even be invited to take up leadership roles within the community. That takes a while. Like, not going to lie. It's a struggle. <laughs> Except for Rara, who just <laughs> said, I'm going to host parties and a munch. And I've been here for two seconds. Well, you know how it usually is? You go in, take me to your leader. Yep. I said, I will be your leader. Yeah. Rara comes in from out of town like a freaking alien and just goes, I am now your leader. <laughs> I have taken over. We shall declare mutiny on the old leader and I shall take everyone as my prisoner. That's my impression of Rara. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. No, I wasn't lying. No, that's exactly what happened. The accent but, was a bit of a fib, but yeah. the rest of it was completely true. Because you didn't do it with the New York Jewish accent, well, I'm honey. Sorry, I'm not very good at that one. I sound very friend dresser. And well, it's not even a good friend dresser because I can't get the nasally part. <laughs> it's going to be a little silly. I told you. I know. But I did it. And what I did is not normal. Because no. I'm, I'm Abby Normal. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Why is that part funny? Ow. <laughs> hey, Rara. Yes. It's a serious episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the tissues? <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. Hey guys, <laughs> double shots. I hope you're not in the car. <gasps> it's a serious episode. You told me this. I already made the disclaimer, so stop it. Oh, it's it's, it's my fault. The, ouch. <laughs> I'm sensing elevator music in our future. Oh, no. <laughs> Twenty minutes later. Oh God. Okay. Okay. All right. I I did things differently because, again, I had some advantages. Don't I, say it. I, I'm not going to say it. Okay. I joined the lifestyle as somebody already in their 50s. So I didn't have as much growing pains as other people did. I was already pretty much as grown up as I was ever going to be. <laughs> Which wasn't much because you're five feet tall. I had to. I knew it was coming. Rara, stop growing at 11. 
Okay, now. No. <laughs> I got like three snorts out of you. That's like a new record. No, 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 no. It was only two. It's just oh, still a record. It's usually like one per episode. <laughs> but those hurt. I could tell oh, they hurt. God, yes. That last one especially. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to give myself some sort of sinus infection. I'm snorting all of this. All right. Your <sighs> reputation should have nothing to do with popularity. Though I'd like to think people with a good reputation would be more popular than people with a bad reputation. But as I found in this lifestyle, that's not always the case. No, it's it's kind of weird. And well, okay, it is it is a little bit high school. It's very much high school. I mean, okay, but if you think about it, okay, you were the cheerleader, right? Were you super popular in high school? I was in the middle. I had I ha- I was not part of the popular crowd, but I had friends in the popular crowd, and I had friends in the um, the nerdy crowd. I just w- didn't hang out with the druggies. Okay, well, in my high school. The, the sports people were not the only popular ones. Actually, the drama kids were popular, too. Yeah, no. Which is weird. No. But we had... I wasn't because I didn't want to be. Um, but, like, you know how normally, like, in high school, you got that mean girl mentality? The popular ones are the nasty ones? Were they? Nobody was mean to me. Okay, we've already established your Abby normalness. <laughs> but not, not mean to... Whatever. What I'm trying to say is, in kink, it's it's skewed you've got people who are not necessarily mean but they're not their reputations are not good but they're still popular well some people are popular for really weird and wrong reasons and uh, yeah and they shouldn't be right but they think they are so they are right it's and sometimes somebody is popular just because their name comes up a lot like, well, that's like, not necessarily popular. <sighs> well, no, in the sense of one person says, oh, I've heard of them. And then the people around them go, ooh. And then another group, somebody says, oh, yeah, I've heard of them. And the people go, ooh. And it's it just all of a sudden a lot of people know them, but they don't necessarily even know why they know them. I'm going to name drop. Go ahead. Voldemort. Yeah. They're popular because they think they are popular, have a lot of parties with a lot of new people. And there's like an entire club of his ex-girlfriends. Yeah. I met another one. Oh, yeah? Yesterday. <laughs> You'll have to tell me later who that yeah, was. I'm I was sure like, I know them. I was like, because they all reach. They all re- Once I spoke up, because I was the first one to speak mm-hmm. up, because as usual, I start things. Of course. And so now they all come to me. And there's several of us. And we're all friends now. I mean, as I said, I got custody of almost every one yeah, of you the friends. Yeah, you mutinied and took over. But like, no, I, I, I said, yeah, the one I met yesterday... I was like, yeah, I'm the ex-girlfriend of Voldemort. And I went, y'all should have like bracelets or something to identify each other. It was wild. Well, they all know about me because he still to this day bad mouths me. Yes. I live rent free in his head. It's but, fun. But so do I. I bad mouth you all the time, too. Yeah, so. but it's different. You said from love. <laughs> it's my kink. Right, there you go. <laughs> so ultimately, what does all this mean for kinksters? Well, the kink community tends to operate like a small village. If you talk to somebody about who they know, the odds are that you will find an overlap of folks that you know. The Kevin Bacon six degrees of kinkness <laughs> is pretty fucking amazing. I can't tell you how many times. Like I was speaking to somebody that I became friends with um, through TikTok that we discovered they live in the Richmond area. Mm-hmm. Nor- I'm sorry, Nor- Norfolk area, right? Which is several hours drive from here. It's like four and a half. At least, right? And so I was talking and when I mentioned about all the shit that had been going down with Voldemort and how I was trying to 
get the word out what he was like. They said to me, that's you? <laughs> they knew about it from like a four and a half hour, totally separate kink community away from me. Oh my me. God, that's insane. Right? I was visiting my family in Arizona. And so I met up with somebody who I become friends with again on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So we met up for coffee. Discovered that they were from here. Uh-huh. So we knew some of the same people. Now they've just written me saying they're moving back here. So you'll get to meet them because I'm going to bring them to events uh, okay, and stuff. I was going to say, like, who is this person? Right? It's just, it is amazing. And now, especially with things like TikTok and things like Discord, the wor- our kink world is getting even smaller. Yeah. And, like, there's people who are know about our local community that live in other places because we talk about it on different servers right. and stuff. And then people are like, oh, that's you? I've gotten that a couple of times. Yeah. Especially with the podcast. And they come and see us and they're like, oh, yeah, you were talking about this person on your podcast. I know that person. And you're da 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 story about them. I'm like, what? Right. Really? Word can and does travel and it travels fast. Yeah. And it happens with both good behavior and bad behavior. You know, there's the old saying that there's no bad publicity, no bad press, you know, just as long as they're talking about you. Okay, yeah, no, there is. But not when it comes to kink. No, yeah, there, there's definitely right? bad press, bad publicity. And now you've got this whole overlap between online interactions and real life interactions. Right? During the pandemic, there was a huge explosion of kink on social media, especially on, you know, TikTok. Lovingly referred to as kink talk. Well, that's when kink talk was born. Right? Many, many people entered the lifestyle online during the pandemic. And now that things have opened up, those people are starting to come into real life communities. And then there's people like you and me who were involved in real life communities beforehand and then also got involved in the online and now coming back to the real life because things are opening. Well, well, okay, one thing yeah. they think is really something we should talk about at some point. I don't know now, whenever. It's the people who are learning about kink online and now they're coming into the real life kink and doing like actual physical kink with other people. There's a bit of a disconnect in how all of it works. Most of the people who have been doing it IRL for as long as we have have a different mental way of doing this, a different philosophy than online only. Yeah. And the disconnect is bizarre. That might be a whole episode in and of itself. Probably. That's why I was trying to get like two into it. I just wanted to point it out that people who are starting out online and coming into it, like in the communities are confused. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I've personally seen a lot on TikTok, I've seen, believe it or not, a lot more one true wayism on King Talk that I ran into in real life community. Really? That doesn't seem like that would be. Oh, well, well, I mean, you've it's got because the, you can post whole, whatever you want. Well, because, for instance, this whole aftercare is a requirement. People in the real life community know that's bogus. Yeah. People in the online community think that's law. I'm wondering if that's because there's not a whole lot of actual interaction with communities that have been around for a while. Well, I think it's also there because they haven't been to in real life communities. They don't go to like a one on one night where they see demo tops working on bottoms where the more I don't experienced know any people. demo tops who do aftercare. No, you can't. You don't have time. Right. So they don't see that. So there's a whole 
forget anybody else. Right there is a whole area showing aftercare isn't a requirement. Not for every single scene. Are they only talking about it for like if you're doing a private scene? Well, that's the problem. That's all they know. A private scene between a committed couple who, and so to them, aftercare is a requirement. But anyway, so my point being that we've seen some people online behave pretty fucking crappy with their, I mean, I've been called fake because I had the audacity to say aftercare is not a requirement. I've been called fake, a red flag, um, all because I said I, you know, I don't do aftercare. So are you saying that your online reputation has gotten a little bit trashed? No, that's not what I'm saying. No. <laughs> not at all. Mm. Uh, I have enough, more than enough people backing me up 100%. And these are people who are also in real life community folks. Okay, okay. Because they just, all know. I'm just teasing. Don't mess with my reputation, bitch. Why not? It's the reputation episode. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. All right. I've been scolded. There you go. Don't make me spank you. Promise. Promise. <laughs> so what people don't realize is so now you've been online right i offer to a lot of people who i know are well within my geographical area i'll meet you at crucible come to my munch do this so now i'm going to meet you in real life and i've seen how you've behaved online you better not be acting like that in real life you'll get your ass booted right so we see you do crappy things online and then you show up at the Munch or Dungeons, you can damn well bet your ass that we'll be pointing you out to other people going, watch them. Yep. They've they've said this or done that. Just stick a We're concerned. Red, we'll stick a red flag on your ass. Right? We absolutely do talk about people who are displaying problematic behaviors in online communities. Because we worry that's what you're going to be like in person. I'm going to bring this up again. Because this is one of my all-time favorite stories. Yep. When the pandemic first hit, we, we've we always had a bit of an online community even before TikTok, even before Discord. So remember when we were on Kick mm-hmm. and we had um, this person posting stuff on FET in response to something that happened in Kick? Oh, yeah. And our community went Balls to the wall this on this guy. This was the guy. gentleman who was trying to give the women advice on how to make their OBGYN appointments less uncomfortable. More sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So that maybe if you got excited and therefore got aroused and wet, it would make the appointment easier. Don't even. So, we, <laughs> oh, yes, he actually, fucking, he actually fucking said that, folks. Mm-hmm. And then he said, read a romance novel, that whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what episode that was, but we've talked about it before. But we kicked him out of the group or he left the group or something. He was gone. We embarrassed the hell out of him. It was beautiful. Well, we ripped him a new one. But then he went on FET and made this whole huge post and about it. to trash the, the kick group. Right. And we it didn't go well. It. it didn't go well for him. Oh, my God. We we commented so hard and re- like destroyed him so hard that that post made kinky and popular on FET. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going. And then it people from across the country across the world were ripping him into it it was hysterical so there has always been an online component to the kink community as long as there has been an online it's just the new one is different yeah and we talk we seriously talk well, right? that was my point we i talk. am i am a member of a ladies only I run a ladies only Discord server. We started off on Kick and now we're on we're on Discord. I think technically I am still part of that one. 
Yeah, you are. I don't know how much you participate, but you're in it. I don't. I, don't. I haven't kicked you out. Okay, good. Okay. I can promise you that when we run into a problem person, we warn others about it. Oh, we blast it. Okay. When I first started warning people about Voldemort, that's how it started. Private one-on-one. You know, talking about it munches. You go to a munch, I can assure you at some point, somebody will say, hey, did you hear what happened to so-and-so? They did this or that or... And we'll all know about it within seconds. Okay. We... Look out for each other. Those of us who care, of which it is most of us. We look out for each other. We warn people away from problematic people, problematic venues, problematic events. We talk. There's no kink police. No, we are the kink police, essentially. So we have to do it by word of mouth. Well, like, and the other thing we do, it's not just hosts and venues and, you know, the popular people. It's guests guests at different places and venues we warn the host we warn the people at the place somebody comes into a munch we know that they've done something already i have legit talked to new people at munches don't go with that person no no that's a no no person don't even talk to them Mm -hmm. and as an event host who hosts parties and munches i talk to other event hosts and we share names because in um, what we lovingly call the DMV, which is which is D.C., Maryland, Virginia. It is very common for somebody who is a problem in the D.C. area to switch and start going to Maryland parties, events, or going to Virginia party events. So I'm actually part of a Discord server group of event hosts for the DMV where we share and talk about problematic behaviors. People. Uh, certainly helpful. Okay? I have met with another Munch host in my area. We have gotten together for coffee where we have talked about problematic people to be on the look for. And even to investigate people, too, because that that group asked yeah, you to. Yeah, and when people have come to me with claims of problematic behavior, I investigate because I decide, and I don't decide for anybody else, I decide for me and my events whether they can or cannot come. But then what happens is that people come, to, I do let people know, hey, I've investigated them. If you want to know, yeah. I'll share what's happening. Uh, which is a huge responsibility, and it's and it causes me s- some lost sleep, but it's it's what I've I've agreed to be that responsible person by hosting events and stuff. So it's it's a leadership role, and with leadership comes a lot of responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. So like I'm dipping my toe into that now too. First of all, a demo top. I have for years, but that hasn't really quite made me like a leader. But now I'm hosting events. And Rara and I are going to host another uh, munch together. And it's like, and with the podcast, I've now been kind of like flung with this into like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a full on leader. I've never wanted to be a full on leader. I'm a really good lieutenant. Mm -hmm. You are an excellent lieutenant. I I like that, that role. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. So like, it's, it's difficult to figure out sometimes. Well, and it's, you know, you have different reputations. Right. I have reputation as Princess Rara, the kingster. I have reputation as Princess Rara, the event host. I have a reputation as Princess Rara, the co-host of Pink Kink. Yes. So technically there's three separate reputations, but they overlap. I found that too. Somebody got accused of being a consent violator. Right. And whether or not I could be involved with that person. 
took on a whole different meaning as the host co-host of Pink King podcast because now it was Pink King's reputation that would be on the line too. How could people listen to me as a good source yep. of education if I am hanging out with a consent violator? Me as Dara probably wouldn't have had a big problem with that. I would have still done it. But me as Pink Kink co-host couldn't. It was it was hard. It's still hard. Right? And the same thing as an event. Somebody comes to one of my events. Well, that impacts my reputation as the event host. So I've got three different personas and three different reputations. God willing, all good. Well, and <laughs> you just added another one because demo top for uh, right. fantasy now, house I forgot is about a separate that. one, right? So now I've had and now I've added demo top, which is a fourth right persona. So okay, let's see. I've got demo top for uh, for risque and fet ball and whatever well, demo top. Demo, so, yeah. Okay, so demo top uh, event host with the littles group and about to be the munch thing, pink king podcast, and then Dora, my personal reputation with the electro play out of my house. Yeah. Shit. And you have to be aware of that, right? Because each one, it, it's like, what, what do they call it with the overlapping circles? Venn diagram. Thank you, a Venn diagram. <laughs> it's way too, way too early. Yeah, good. For Thanks. me to know ask, those words like ask that. Ask the English person. Yeah. yeah. It hey. worked. And did you know what I meant? Yeah. Exactly. You had the answer like that. Well, yeah. So I was right to ask you. Okay, fine. There. <laughs> God, you're impossible sometimes. Hey, look, I just had the littles party yesterday. So you're still littling I'm feeling still a little bit little. Wait, what? (laughs) A little bit little? A little bit little. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Slightly bratty, but you know. You're always slightly bratty. Only to you. Oh my God. So where's your pink drink if you're a brat? Oh yeah. No, I have my iced latte right here. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're, we're just laughing. There was, if you haven't seen our TikTok, somebody posted a TikTok that your Starbucks, in kink, your Starbucks order told what kind of kinkster you were nailed it and if you're pink if you drink a pink drink then you're a brat accurate and i couldn't i couldn't argue accurate princess brat absolutely 100 percent. but then the one that said iced latte yeah you're a switch right Mm -hmm. and then it said but if you use an alternative milk for your latte you are a service sub when you do sub yeah i was like oh shit nailed it I wonder which one is the little one. Also, you should listen to that TikTok because the voice is just goddamn amazing. Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. I instantly followed him. I went through (laughs) back all of his videos. I was like, just talk to me, baby. There you go. The thing you have to be careful with is that reputation, getting a good reputation is hard work. And you have to put the, the effort into making sure. So how do you do that? How do you make sure that your reputation is a good one? Rara made a list. Of course, I did seven steps to a strong (laughs) reputation. I like that part. Somebody around here has to do this. Oh, my God, though. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've been looking at this for like the last 20 minutes. And I'm just like. I did my research. (laughs) Go ahead. You want? Can I say any of them, or like, do you just want to say however many you want? Do you want to start the first I one? I want to do the first one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it says, "Do what you say," and wait, what? If you're saying it, you got to say it. Do what you say you do, and do it when you said you would. Sorry that that one you do and the, the, there's a lot of do's and you's in here, and I mixed them up. 
<laughs> I was like, wait. All right. You so, speak English good. Yes, I do. Yeah. I write it too, but sometimes <laughs> not so good. <laughs> Which is really tricky. All right. So this is the first step. It should be at the top of your list. It is on the top of Rara's list, so it should be on top of yours too. The It's easiest. It's the simplest way to grow good rep, and it's a great way to maintain it. Do what you say you're going to do. And when you said and you would do it. And when you said you do it. See, I said that one a lot faster there and a lot better. I didn't mix up my use and do's. So basically, at the end of the day, you can't or won't do something, then people are going to find someone else who can. Right. So if you told somebody, because and this actually happened to me with somebody, they said we were going to do a scene together. Mm-hmm. Right. I waited all night and they were so busy scening with other people. And they never came back to me again to even say, I think at one point they came back and he's like, he goes, okay, so I have to do so-and-so and then you're going to be next. And that I remember that. That was at your party. No, wasn't, no, that was, was at, it, um, that was in, are you sure? I'm positive. Who's, I'll, I'll tell you later. I, ha- I was I don't there. want to name names. Okay. 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 Um, I was told I will do a scene with you and I waited. And then it was like, then he came to me and said, all right, I'm just going to do this one person and then I'm going to do you. So I waited again. Then he did that other person, and then he went out to somebody else instead of me. And it was late, and I was tired, and I gave up. So yeah. I left. I knew and I will it was tell recent. you, that affected my belief of that person. Like, if they had just come to me saying, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. I screwed up. I promised too many people. We're not going to be able to do it tonight, but I'll be at this event. We can do it then. I would have I been disappointed, but I would have understood. But you're telling me I'm next. And then I'm not. And you keep going. And then I think it was like a year later or something. He said something to me about how come we never do scenes together. And I fucking looked at him. And I said, not because of me, dude. That's all on you. Yeah. Well, see, again, I'm just, I know. Okay. Now that I know the particular person seems about accurate. Yeah. Seems that, no, that, that, that is right? entirely accurate. Yeah. Now that I'm really like, the, Yeah. That is 100%. Right? And this is somebody who used to, at least when I first entered the lifestyle in this area, had a really, really good reputation. Excellent reputation. But then shit like this happened. And the reputation started to decline. Well, he's got other reputations too. Yeah, well, that that also happened. So if you're promising somebody you're going to do a scene with them, then fucking do the goddamn scene with them when you say we're going to or give them a very good, reasonable reason as to why it didn't happen. Look, we understand. Simple Beauty and I had many times where we had a scene planned and it got canceled because, you know, she was not in the right headspace to to top. And as disappointed as I was every time, I appreciated the honesty and the communication Instead of making me think, oh, it was going to happen. Oh, it's not. It's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. And then, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because you, if you know it's not going to happen, then that person, you can go and and do something with somebody else. So, like, with Rara and I, when we figured out that Electro and uh, Impact don't really mix, mm-hmm. we had to make sure now we do that thing where, depending on what somebody needs, you have to do one or the other first. Yeah. Depending on what we're going for at that time. But it you have to communicate. So like if I can't do it and I was mine was supposed to be first, then stringing that person along when they could have just gone to raw instead of having everybody sit there waiting. Mm-hmm. It's just not nice. Yeah. It's not good. It's not smart. 
Okay, step two, success and humility should go hand in hand. Don't let your ego get in the way. Yeah, Rara. Oh my God, I got the look. Yes, that she's sitting here blinking at me like, excuse me, bitch. Look, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. Nope. I've never claimed to be the best. (laughs) Never said I was the worst. Okay. Right. Um, but don't let your ego get in the way of shit. I have I have seen tops who will tell you that they're the best. We should <laughs> play with them. Right? I have seen people who and this has happened to me a lot. People who try to make me be less so they could be more. That happens to a lot of people, especially of the uh, female persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, you can absolutely have passion and ambition and drive and want to be the best that you can be. Just don't be the person who thinks you're better than everybody else. No. Because as good as you may be, there's always somebody I can better. always tell you there's somebody better. Yep. Right? Remember the quote, if you think you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Let's see. Own your mistakes. Oh, this one. Oh, this one. Oh, God, do I have a lot to say. I I won't, but I have a lot in my head that I can't say. Uh, Don't point the finger at someone else. Don't. Just don't. If you fucked up, own it. I like that. Here we go. We have a podcast. It's all about talking. And all she's saying is don't. Just don't. 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 Just don't. Don't. (laughs) Okay, look. If you fuck up and you say it was that person's fault, that's... Okay, this is the equivalent to me of I have so many crazy exes. This ex, this ex, the 10 exes, they're all insane. What's the common denominator here, friend? Mm-hmm. What's the common denominator? Did you drive them batshit crazy? Probably. Or like every scene that possibly went wrong. It wasn't my there was this this part, this thing functioned wrong. It wasn't my they No. Right. Oh, yeah. So I I hit you with this whip. On the side, instead of where it's supposed to be, on your ass. But it's your fault because you moved. Yeah, you moved. It wasn't my aim that was wrong. I'm great at the whip. I can totally do this, no problem. Or, okay, for example, me. Bloodying Rara's ass. (laughs) Which I've even considered that a mistake, but okay. Well, she doesn't. I do. I know. I'm still traumatized about it. I know. And, but I, as soon as I saw the picture and I was like, is that blood? And then Robert goes, oh, yeah, I guess that is blood. I was I have spent the what last two years apologizing for this. I own that I made a mistake. Now, I didn't know that that would be a thing, Mm -hmm. but it was my bad. Right. I have always said shit happens. It's how you handle that shit that changes my opinion of you. I am not going to be on your case because you made a mistake. It's how you handle that mistake that changed things. Listen to our when scenes go wrong episode, right? First thing you do is, okay. oh shit, I made a mistake. I mean, if you keep making the same fucking mistake, then of course, because it means you haven't handled it well because you haven't learned from it and made changes to it. So for example, in our community, we do have somebody who made a mistake. A couple of them. Actually, no, we have several people that have made mistakes. <laughs> a lot of them. Mistakes happen. And have never, ever said, oh shit, my bad. Let me figure out how to fix this so it doesn't happen again. None of them. I'm literally thinking of at least three or four right now. All right. 
Number four, eliminate misunderstandings through transparency. Hold up. Is that that word that we keep dropping? Communicate. Whoa. Right? If you are open, it means you have nothing to hide. And if you have nothing to hide, then people know exactly where they stand with you. So sometimes that can bite you in the ass, but more often than not, it's worse to not be transparent. You know, like when I went through this whole thing with having to investigate the person who, who claims were made against, right? I was very transparent about it. While I didn't name names, I said, well, I spoke to the person who made the accusations. I spoke to the person who was accused. I spoke to a partner who witnessed it. I did not mention actual names, but I was very transparent who I spoke to in that investigation because I didn't want anybody to think that I was hiding anything. I wanted to make sure people understood I did talk to both sides so that I could get as unbiased an investigation as possible. So whether or not you agreed with my decision, at least you can say she made an effort, she tried, she did, did the research. Work. Exactly. Right? And that's important, um, especially, you know, like this came up in Reddit. Somebody said they wanted to go to their local munch, but they noticed their ex was on the RSVP list and they had they went through all the issues and problems they had had with their ex. And I responded and says, as a munch host, what I would like is for you to come directly to me privately with your concerns about this person. Because if I have a problematic person in my coming to my munch, I want to know about it. Right. Come, you know, and then I'll be able to do the investigation, the research into it to find out if it's true or not. That's what you want in your leaders. That's what you want to know. So I'm not sweeping anything under the rug. I am open and honest out there. Look, I had a situation where somebody came to me and I made a decision. And then I thought about it and I went, nah, I'm going to change my mind. And I changed my mind again. I really got minimal grief from people in having changed my mind because I was transparent through the whole thing. And I admitted, okay, I changed my mind and here's why. So there was no questions. I mean, yeah, that's, we say this all the time. It's all about communication. And it's not just if you're hosting. It's not just if you were doing events and stuff and if you are really, really big in the scene, you need to be transparent with everybody. You don't have to tell everybody everything, but if you hide something and it comes out later, it's going to be a little sticky issue. A little bit sticky, sticky. All right. So the next one says, get out of your way. No, that's not what it says. It says, go out of your way. Oh. Not get. Okay. Because that whole world of difference, get out of your way. Yeah, get out of your own way is what I thought. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going to start over. Okay. <laughs> no, I think you should include that. How come my fuck-ups have to stay in there, but your fuck-ups get edited out? Because yours are funnier. <sighs> I am funny. Yeah. <laughs> Go out of your way <laughs> to help a mentor or to help... Blah, blah, try you this again. are having real problems today. Go out of your way to help or mentor or offer advice to others. This is what I get for not reading any of this beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you want to develop relationships. You want to get that. You want these relationships to highlight your integrity, not to mention the fact that you want, you want to feel good about yourself. This is part of the um, self-esteem. self-esteem part. And you want to pass your knowledge onto somebody else. If you have it, if you've got knowledge, if you're good at what you do, pass it on so that other people can be good at what you do. Well, and it shows your it shows that you're concerned about others. 
And nothing will help solidify a good reputation more than people going, oh, yeah, so-and-so. They really care. They are concerned about this community and about the safety of this community. Yeah, I my personal reputation is all about safety. I actually am very well known for two things in the electro thing. One is safety because my safety equipment is like, I got it. I got it down. Mm-hmm. And then two, my technique. But I'm more happy with my safety rep. I don't like the technique is okay. But the safety rep, that's the one that I care about. And that's the one that I push. Mm-hmm. So anytime I demo, I actually show people all of my safety equipment that I have and I explain it as I'm going. That's extremely, extremely important in this community. Being helpful really will go a long way to giving you a good reputation. It will set you up as somebody trustworthy. It will set you up as somebody knowledgeable. All of these are good things to have. Um, I'm always, even if I don't know answers, then I either find answers out for people or I hook them up with the people who have the answers. And that's another good thing. Like in this community, we know each other. We know each other's strengths. If somebody has a rep for being extremely good at rope, we are definitely going to point somebody in that direction. You want to learn rope? You got to learn from this person. They're fantastic. You want to learn impact? You got to go to learn from that. You want to learn wax? This guy. It's, it's, we're very, very big on that. Yeah, I had somebody reach out to me. They had been to an event that I had been to. And some something happened to their partner. And I don't know why they happened to reach out to me, but they did. And I listened and expressed surprise that this had happened. And I point blank said, do you want to contact the event host? Or I can contact the event host on your behalf? What? What? what how can I help you? And they were like, you know what? If you wouldn't mind contacting the event host, I said, it's my pleasure. Because I also wanted to help the event host. I didn't want person A going around bad-mouthing the event right. because something because happened. This happened. Yeah. Because, again, shit happens. It's how you handle it. So, so I reached out to the event host and I told them. And they were so grateful. And they told me about the solution they had come up with to fix that. Went back to person A and said, hey, listen, they handled they were responsive they were concerned they're sorry and this is what they're doing to handle the situation so it doesn't happen again now person a was excited and happy because the problem had been solved and they were happy about it the host was happy and excited because a problem they weren't aware of was now being fixed and they appreciated the fact that i made sure instead of people going around bad mouthing them that now i had something positive to tell i mean it took all of maybe an extra 20 to 30 minutes to do all that. So this is one instance where your reputation for having a really big mouth and being an extrovert came in handy. Yep. <laughs> you feel better trying to dig my reputation? <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. <laughs> you do have a reputation for being an extra extrovert and having a big mouth. Yeah. That's why people come and talk to you. Yes. So I'm not saying it was a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do the last one because I'm going to fuck it up again. Well, there's two more. Oh, God. Okay, well, that last one is only like three words, so I can do it. Okay, now do this. Help make <laughs> others look good. So, as they like to say, help me help you. I'm not good at that one. Yeah, I'm very well, good at that one. Well, not to you. No, not to me. But don't worry. I, I've got enough self-esteem. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay? I like, this is, this is one of my things that brings me great pleasure, is making people feel good. 
and look good. So I'm the person who is going to compliment you on something. I will always find something to compliment you on. Because think about it. When somebody compliments you on something, right? Don't you stand up a little straighter? You're smiling. You're happier. It puts you in a good mood. Is that why I'm slouching all the time? Yeah, because I don't compliment you. No. Because you insult me. I'm not going to compliment you when you're insulting me. I got you. Right? It also gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. It makes you feel good because you've helped somebody else. Right? And it's also about allowing other people their time in the spotlight or supporting their desires. You know? So when Dara wants to do something, like an episode on something. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm always like, like, what did I want to do? Right? I'm always like, you want to do that, Dara? Then do it. Tell me what I can do to help you so we can do the episode on the subject matter you want to do that's important to you. And also, when Rara has three episodes to research and she's like, oh, my God, I don't have time to do this. Okay, which one am I doing? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck about it because I have less time than she does. Right. But, like, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to help her out. And it means not taking credit for other people's work because they worked hard on something. Let them be in the spotlight. If somebody comes to you, like somebody will come to me and think I did something. And I'm like, no, that was that was Dara. Dara did that. Didn't she do a great job? That was fabulous. Cheesy grin. Right. And again, it goes back to not even your reputation as a kinkster, but your reputation as a human being. That also. Yeah, that's kind of important to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to have that as your base and then from there build on to that reputation as a kinkster. If you're a shitty human, you're probably going to be a shitty kinkster. Well, as a friend of mine said, if you don't want people saying shitty things about you, don't do shitty things. What is it in the, the, the fuck around and find out part? Or Yeah, that too. Okay. I like this one. It's got three words. I already read it, so I know what I was doing. Okay. Present yourself disproportionately. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I had to because I wanted to see her face. This is like fucking shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, it says present yourself appropriately. Okay, so uh, basically, there's there's a lot in life and at work and personal life and whatever that you have no control over whatsoever. But your reputation is something you can take control of. So. What you want to present yourself as, do that. And then try as hard as you can not to fucking destroy it by doing something (laughs) stupid. Well, as Warren Buffett says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. Or less. So if you remember that, you'll do things differently. I mean, we've seen people with decent reputations just have their shit crumble down around their ears. Yeah. And then, yeah. So basically the upshot of all of this is you want to make sure that your behavior, your reputation is what you want to have. You don't want a reputation for an asshole. No. Well, you want it to be something that you're proud of. Some people want a reputation as an asshole, I guess. But are they proud of that? Then, you know, that's different. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on the person. But like, I certainly wouldn't. I like my reputation as somebody who's like knowledgeable mm-hmm. and safe to play with. Right. You want to be something that you're proud of, something that you would want other people to know, something that would make other people also feel good about you. I mean, again, word is going to get around. I can promise you, especially if your reputation is not good. That's the fastest way to spread it. If you do something jacked up and you don't admit to it or you do something jacked up and you're like, you're not taking responsibility. You're not doing anything to fix it. That is the reputation's going to get around and it's going to fuck you over. Oh, yeah. 
big time. Voldemort. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast and check out our pink kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.